Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a six o'clock evening service tonight and a seven o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now here's Pastor Lee Woods. Good morning. Um, our pastor is Brother Steve Prather, and uh, we I want to correct something. We do not have Sunday night service, and we'll be getting that changed on the radio before too long. But we just want to say good morning. It's a beautiful day outside, and this is the day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice in it. You know, so many times we, we uh, don't realize that God... God really chose us, and and uh, I'm going to go through this today, but I want you to know that, you know, it's, it's for us to ask Jesus into our heart and ask him to forgive us of our sins and, and to live for him. And so today we're going to kind of talk about being handpicked. In Ephesians, the first chapter, verse 4, it says, According as he has given us in him, before the foundation of the world, and that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. I'm not sure if that's, that it, it was something to where he hath chosen us in, in him before the foundation of the world. You know, God chose us. He knew, he knew us before we were even born. He knew us before, you know, when we were in the womb. So, you know, that's why a lot of times... Um, when someone is pregnant and stuff, God already knows that baby. He already knows that baby, that life. But anyway, he has chosen us. Have you ever went to the grocery store and watched somebody and how they'll pick up the tomato and look at it, look it over or, and then they'll put another one down and then, then, um, They'll pick up, you know, two heads of lettuce and they'll have one in each hand, you know, probably weighing to see which one weighs more. Well, God God has chose you even more so than us choosing fruit and produce. You know, that's a, that's a good example because they're kind of picky of what you get. You know, you look at that fruit and everything or you look at that apple. It might have a blemish on it, so you put it back. Well, God doesn't put us back. He has chosen us, and he loves us, and he wants us to do what he'd have us to do. And um, so many times we, we don't realize how special and how uh, unique we are because God, you know, there's a scripture that says we are beautifully and wonderfully made. You know, God, God made us in his image. And uh, um, it's something to where we, we um, are supposed to be after God's own likeness. You know, we're supposed to be where we do what God would have us. In Colossians, the first chapter, verse 13, it says, The Father has delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control of the dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the um, light of the sun of his love. Um, I had that scripture and I can't 
Oh, here it is. Anyway, it's something to where he has chosen us and taken us out of the light. When we've asked him, to, you know, to to forgive us of our sins and stuff, he is he has translated us that we don't have to do anything in the darkness anymore. You know, the the power of darkness has no control over you anymore, unless you give the Satan the the authority. You know, he who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So, you know, the only way that Satan could have any control over you is if you allow him. You have to allow him to, to um, or you have to fall into his, into his traps. It says the father has delivered and drawn us from himself out of the control of Satan and sin. You know, in Christ, we have been redeemed. We have the redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. That's in Ephesians, the first chapter, verse 7. It says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. You know, Jesus died on that cross for each one of us. He, he took those sins upon him so that we could have life. And that we could have, you know, eternal life with him. He's in John 19, 30. It says, when Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished and bowed his head and gave up the ghost. We, you know, we have been handpicked by God. He carried out of the places that we were in, in sin, when he died on that cross. He paid that cost for us. He, he did that by the, his blood and now we are his and his alone we have a choice to either live for God or not live for God and and you know it's sad you know we have a lot of people in this world that say well um I'm a Christian and you know I I I serve God I'm a Christian we use that so lightly we were talking the other day we use that scripture, we use that word Christian so lightly because, you know, we are supposed to be set apart. We're supposed to be different. When you accept Jesus in your heart, are you supposed to be perfect? No. Uh, we won't be perfect till we get out of this world and get into heaven. But the thing is, it says in uh, 1 Peter, and it's the first chapter, verse 19, verse six, excuse me, verse 16. Because it is written, we be ye holy for I am holy. Now, I'm not saying we have to look, you know, I'm not saying that the out, the, we should look holy, but I'm not saying that we have to do the outward appearance where we, you know, we should be decent. But it's something to where we have to be careful that we don't get so wrapped up in material things and forget that God is um, a spiritual being and he wants us to walk in the spirit and do what he would have us to do in every area of our life he so it's something to where as a christian and i'm gonna probably have some of you turn me off right now but it says pure religion and undefiled before god and the father this is in james 1 27 Pure religion and 
we, we shouldn't have religion. It should that we had, should have a relationship. But it says, undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in, in, the, in their afflictions and to keep himself unspotted from the world. We should be where we don't have this, the, so to speak, the leopard spots, you know, the leopard has spots. We shouldn't have the spots of the world, the sins of the world. We shouldn't be doing those things if we've asked the Lord into our heart and to forgive us of our sins because he has handpicked us. He's chosen us. You know, he, he wants us to live like he would live. You know, when Jesus walked on this earth, so many times we, we, Jesus was the most awesome person, but he still was in a fleshly body. He was still walking in the flesh. And the thing is, sometimes we think, well, he, he was just a spiritual being. That's why he defeated the, the devil in the wilderness. And that's why, you know, he did this. Well, you know, he walked in a fleshly body just like you and I do. And the thing is, so many times we think, well, I can't stop sinning. I can't, you know, you can't because you don't want to. The thing is, a lot of times we have to rise above and we have to start doing what God would have us to do in every area of our life. We need to be set apart. We need to be where we are doing the things of the word, the, the, what the Bible tells us, and not following along with the world. You know, if you call yourself a Christian, and I don't believe you should even say a swear word when you stub your toe. I don't believe it. I don't believe uh, gossip should come out of our mouth about people. I, you know, it's something to where God's word tells us that we're supposed to be set apart, that we're supposed to be special. We're supposed to be different. And when we call ourselves a Christian, so many times the whole world calls herself a Christian and we all look, they, you know, everybody looks the same. And that's not what God intended. God intended for us to be where we were, where we I'm not saying that better. I'm not saying better than everybody. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is God wants us to be like him in every area of his, our lives. To watch where we go. You know, the Bible says to, to abstain from the appearance of evil. doesn't mean that you're partaking of something there, but to abstain from it means to stay away. And, and the thing is, you know, it's, it's something to where... Well, Sister Paula, I just can't do that. Yes, you can. You can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth you, is what the Word says. It says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And when I get in God's Word and I start studying God's Word, it's going to tell us, it's going to, that little small little prick in your heart is going to say, oh, I've got to change that. Oh, I've got to be better in that area. I've got to let God examine my life, and Lord, you help me to change in the areas that I need to change in. Help me to be everything that you'd have me to be. Do we make mistakes? Yes, we're human. We walk in this flesh. But what I was trying to say a while ago, Jesus was walking in the flesh too. Did he make any mistakes? No. Was he perfect? Was he upright with God? Yes. Was he righteous? Yes. He was in right standing with God. Did he want to go to the cross for us? No, not in a sense. And it says in the scripture where he went and prayed, Father, let this cup pass from me, you know, if it's your will. 
But the thing is, he still went the extra mile and he still done what he was supposed to do. Did he get upset about it? No. He did what he was supposed to do, and that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to walk in the footsteps of God. We're supposed to walk and, and reach out to people that need help. We need to be the example that God would have us to be in every area. And we shouldn't have every other word of a swear word, if we're calling ourselves a Christian, come out of our mouth. We shouldn't be doing those things and you know God God loves us and he you know in James 1 27 at the end it says unspotted from the world we shouldn't look like the world we should act like um, we should act like God-fearing people we should uh, walk like Jesus walked it's something to where you know we have a choice to fall in to um Lucifer's to into Satan's traps. It says it's our responsibility as a Christian to manifest the holiness of your heavenly Father and Jesus, your Savior. Second Corinthians, I don't know if I, let's see if I've got that. Second Corinthians, sixth chapter. It says, um, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. So that, you know, that that's probably in the Amplified. But the thing is, it's something to where we're supposed to be separated. Pick to be separated. 1 John 2, 15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world... The love of the Father is not in him. We, we have to be where we're doing what God would have us to do in every area of our life. It's something to where, you know, we, we are not ever going to be perfect till we're out of this world. But you know what? We're supposed to strive and do the things that God would have us to do. We're supposed to live and walk in him. And I don't believe, I don't believe for a second that I, well, a lot of people think, well, that just can't happen. There's no way that you can go through this world and not ever say a cuss word or act ugly or, um, I beg to differ. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a man walk and I'm not saying they were perfect, but the thing is, I never, ever in all my life heard them say a negative word about anybody and I never did I never did ever hear them say a cuss word or a swear word or upset it says lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth we're talking we're in sorry we're in Matthew the sixth chapter and we're going to go and it says lay not up for yourselves treasure upon earth where moth and rust does corrupt and where thieves break through and steal but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust does corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal for where your treasure is there will your heart be also you know so many times we have to we want we have to look to God's word for guidance 
God gave us his word so that we would not sin and do things that we know we're not supposed to. And the thing is, what you know, Jesus walked upon this earth blameless and spotless, and, and he was the perfect sacrifice. And, and I know we don't have to sacrifice our ourselves now, but the thing is, we need to be like Jesus. We need to walk in the same footsteps that Jesus did. We need to be without spot and wrinkle. We need to be what God would have us to be in every area of our life. We need to be what the world sees is separated and, and different. Will they always love you or like you? No. But the thing is, when you have a problem or they get sick, excuse me, when they get sick or have a problem, who do they come to for prayer? Who do they come to to say, would you pray for me or do this? We have to, church, we have to be where we're different. We have to be, we are a peculiar people. We're God's chosen people. We've been handpicked by God. Everyone has been handpicked. It's their choice if they live for God or if they live for Satan. And in this day, the world's not getting any better. And the thing is, one day God's going to come back and take his people out of here. And I just pray that, that anybody that, that wants to serve Jesus will find a place and just kneel and say, Jesus, just forgive me of my sins. Lord, please come into my heart and help me to do better. Come into my heart and help me to do what you'd have me to do. You know, so many times we, we uh, want to do what me, myself, and I want to do. And that's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be loving and doing what God wants us to do. So church, it's time that if you're going to call yourself a Christian, it's time that you set yourself apart. You set yourself apart and not be like the world. You need to be without spot or wrinkle. You need to be where when you stub that toe or you get mad and, you, and want to throw something that you stand firm and you, and you just say, Lord, help me. Help me not to say the wrong word. Help me not to do the wrong thing. And he will because he's faithful to help us in every area of our life. Let's pray. Lord, we just come to you today. Lord, I, I just ask you, Lord, right now, if there's somebody out there that don't know you, Lord, that they'll just reach down or they'll just bow their head or they'll just say or look up to you and say, Lord, please forgive me of my sins. I want to do better. I want to do what you'd have me to do. And and Lord, I just ask you to help us all to be what you'd have us to be in every area of our life. Lord, that we will be without spot or wrinkle, that we will we will watch the the areas of the enemy that we can put him underneath our feet and stand firm on him. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I just ask you to bless the ones that are listening. I ask you, Lord, to reach out to them. And Lord, I just ask them to have a good day. Help them, Lord, to have a good day. In the precious name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. 
The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 10.30, a 6 o'clock evening service tonight, and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. Hey!